Good evening, and welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast fans, enemies, lovers. I'm well aware that when I started this podcast almost three years ago in March, I had some haters, and I say fuck them. Thankfully, they're out of the life, you know. A few of them never really, they would just like to tell on me all the time. Oh, he put, he said this in the show. Seriously, get a life, honey. But you know, what's wrong with him? We're supposed to be having fun. Remember that shit? Yeah, remember that shit? That's from people who would make fun of my show. You know, the three years in, I'm still doing the show. I don't know what the fuck you're doing. So to my haters, as I've said, thank you, because I'm continuing to do a show while you just mope all the fucking time. Now, I didn't, I'm not here to roast. I'm really not. I'm here to talk about, and and this kind of got me in the mood, a comedy icon. This isn't really a feature film. She's been in feature films. Some people love her. Some people hate her. Johnny Carson slammed the phone down on her because she got a show competing with his. Um, oh, my God. Oh, my God. This woman. This woman. Well, do I have to remind you? She turned out doing Playboy magazine cover. How about that? $400,000 naked to the waist. Turned it fucking down. And calls me up for approval. For approval! <laughs> Mother, I've turned down Playboy. What do you think? And you know, you have, I, what do I think? I, I, I'm, I'm very proud of you, Melissa. What do I think? <laughs> what do I think, you stupid fucking cunt? What do I think? I think you should ask for $200,000 more and show you a pussy. That's what I think. Icon. I, I mean, she was beloved and hated. You know that. I that that that's what she lived for. You know. Yes, people loved her, but people fucking hated her. Oh my god! Even toward the end of her life, you know. Um, was I sad when she died? Hell yeah! She was hilarious. She was eighty-one years old. She was still performing stand-up. You know, most people when they're 81 are like, let's go to Costco, you know, not and Costco. Oh, she hated Costco. Oh, my God. Have we got time for that? 
I'm doing it in the vein of Joan because she was, oh my God. Um, I guess she tried to sell one of her books. She got pissed at Costco because they wouldn't sell her book. Um, I think it was Diary of a Mad Comedy Woman or something like that. You know, where she talked, I think, or is it that one? It's one of them where she talks about her funeral. Isn't that weird? I want Meryl Streep to cry in seven different languages. Yeah, well, I, was Meryl Streep there? Isn't that funny that you can you can do a book about that and she dies and, oh, my God, Howard Stern gave the eulogy, you know? Um, like I've said, I, what, what always got me was the plastic surgery. I remember my grandmother saying how they were watching Regis and Kathy Lee. Remember her? And... She couldn't get over how Joan Rivers had her face done again. And I thought, okay. And then here, you know, years later, Joan Rivers puts out that documentary piece of work. She had a lot of work done. But you got to remember, that's her. She's the one signing with the pen. No man, no man is telling her, I want you to get bigger boobs. No man is telling her, I want you to get your face done. You're starting to look like shit. No man, no man is telling her this. It is her decision. She's signing the pen several times. So when she did die, people in a way made fun of it because, oh, she died in surgery. When she was really just getting her throat checked out. You know, when you, uh, she was 81 years old, born Joan Alexandra Malinsky, took Rivers... And ran with it. You know, that was her stage name, Joan Rivers. Meets Edgar Rosenberg, you know, um, writers. They were both writers and married him. She fucked around on him. I mean, can can we conjure Robert Mitchum? Yeah. And then you got Melissa Rivers. I think she had some work done, too, you know. But Joan is always funny about this. She's like, oh, God, California. Oh my God! They they had let the they let the parents in and they and they cut the drapes down. She says, "My day having a child was better." Miss Rivers, you've had a girl. Good, good, good. Is she normal? Good, good, good. And and it shows her smoking because you know back then. Come on, um, yeah. A piece of work though. The first time I watched this movie, I thought, "Oh my God." I mean, she'd always made me laugh. I remember when she did the Bravo um, before Melissa pulls. This isn't that eerie. That's a title of one of her comedy shows before Melissa pulls the plug. And in fact, Melissa did have to. It's a proverbial plug, but she did have to end life support. She did have to do it because Joan stipulated that if she, and she, you know, brain damage, if she cannot carry on as she had in life she doesn't want anymore so that was melissa in that eerie that was one of her show names was before melissa pulls the plug um i remember she did the apollo it was hilarious you know anytime she said something yeah and these guys on top of them in and out in and out Oh, this is a controversial one. Child that I think I would 
was like ever was Helen Keller, but she didn't talk. And it's just... <laughs> <laughs> it is very funny. Yes, it is. And if you don't, then leave. It's funny if you have a deaf son. I happen to have a deaf mother. Oh, you stupid ass. Let me tell you what comedy is about. Go ahead and tell me. Oh, please. You are so stupid. Comedy is to make everybody laugh at everything and deal with things, you idiot. My mother is deaf, you stupid son of a bitch. Don't tell me. <laughs> and just in case you can hear me in the hallway, I lived for nine years with a man with one leg. Okay, you asshole. And we're going to talk about what it's like to have a man with one leg who lost it in World War II and then went back to get it, because that's fucking literary. <laughs> Like 9-11, if we didn't laugh, where the hell would we all be? Think about that. Where the hell would we all be? How can you not find Osama? There is one, there is one outlet. He's on dialysis. There is one outlet in all of Afghanistan. Find the plug. And follow the plug. See how she's, okay, so she talks about the heckler. Ooh, shit. Okay. How about that? I have a a deaf son. Oh, what a good way to build. (laughs) That was a, a very difficult moment. It throws you terribly because you know the audience is so nervous and so scared to laugh. Your mind is going a mile a minute. Where am I going to go? What am I going to do? Where am I going to take them? So there are two things going on, your mouth and your head. Luckily, I was able to get them back. I felt terribly sorry. For the man with the deaf son. And of course he's angry. Of course he's angry. I get that. But uh, don't ruin the whole act. But maybe it got it out of him. And maybe it's good what happened to him too. He had a kind of a catharsis. And you're driving us? Have you been drinking? Have you been drugging? Have you been whoring? Okay, well, that's good. Then you'll be relaxed. <laughs> oh... My God. Now, what they don't... It's in the documentary. That's just a clip. Where the woman... This woman and her are talking about it. And all of a sudden, Joan's attitude towards it changes. You know? that, that I don't think that happened to Carlin. I don't think that happened to Pryor. Although Pryor did piss people off. You know? He pissed Bill Cosby off. But now we all know that Bill Cosby, Mr. Pudding Man... Was full of shit himself, you know. Even Paul Mooney knew. I love Paul Mooney. Oh my God, Paul Mooney. Without Paul Mooney, there would be no Saturday Night Live because he wrote and didn't get credit. There would be no Richard Pryor jokes without Paul Mooney. Paul Mooney is crazy, and that's why we love him. And but these icons, you know, there's a reason why a lot of them don't make feature films because at the end of the day you know 
they're, they're, I mean, I know Eddie Murphy did it with Raw. Oh, he was Raw, all right. Um, you know, people always talk about who's the best and who's this and who's, I mean, it, that, I mean, that sounds like they're messing with a bunch of lovers. Who's the best, huh? Who's the best? Okay. Who, who did it the best? You know, there's a collection. There's a collective. And Joan Rivers is one of them. And, you know, and at that time, there wasn't a lot of women. I mean, she, you know, for the, her time, she was vulgar. Where she talks about, she has this joke. She's like, I just want you to know my name is Joan Rivers. A casting couches. And I put out. And people laughed, you know. And she says that Jack Lemon heard that joke and said, that's disgusting. Yeah. So for her time, she was controversial. Where she started to do jokes about abortions. And her manager said to her not to do that early on. You know, Jonawa, people should, women shouldn't talk about that. And she's like, this is exactly what we should be talking about. Yeah. She was, she was topical. Uh, even when it wasn't popular. And so this documentary about Joan Rivers... You want to dive into Joan Rivers? Go right ahead, baby, because it is hilarious. It's also heartbreaking. You know, it was directed by Ricky Stern and Anne Sundberg. Um, Came out in 2010. Just a classic. Um, She received a lot of positive reviews from this documentary. Roger Ebert, may he rest in peace. And sometimes we don't always have to agree with what Robert said. Roger um, he said that was the it was the most honest documentary about showbiz he had ever seen. Showbiz, because this is what they're all dealing with. Showbiz. This isn't this isn't trying to get back at your bully. And that's always funny when people they they want to go into showbiz for that reason. I'll show them, and then there are those who actually have talent. Talk amongst yourselves. Um, you know, uh, Joan Rivers wanted to be a serious actress. And she became a comedy actress, a comedy icon. Nobody could touch her. Nobody. You know, I mean, yeah, you had Phyllis, Phyllis Diller. She loved Phyllis Diller. And then came along Miss Kathy Griffith. Oh my God. And in a way, and she would always joke about that. She's like, oh, club dates are getting very sparse because Kathy Griffin has taken all those club dates. Can you get me a commercial? You know, I mean, she was literally. And then, yes, yes, we'll talk about him because he's done now. He's done. She did The Apprentice. And supposedly that jump started her career. I disagree, but whatever. (laughs) Hey, she died. She, I mean, just think if she were alive now. Do you think she would have supported him? I don't think so. I don't think so. I mean, she would have made jokes about it. You know, um, he's out. He's out and good riddance. And I'm, And if you don't know who I'm talking about, then you're not paying attention. I shouldn't really have to. Say, like I've said, I don't talk about him on the show because that's inviting him in. I've had enough of his shit. 
I think we've all had enough of his shit. Um, you know, yeah. <laughs> but Joan Rivers, she had some funny shit. Oh my god, she had some funny ass shit. You know, um, don't let the kids listen to this. I mean, come on, you know. I love when people say, well, you know, you really should watch what you say. Well, then don't let your kids listen. I didn't tell you, you know, I mean, come on. Let's get real here. Let's get real. Um, I've run into that judgment before, you know, with people. I've had people tell me, you know, in the family, you should really stop doing the show. It's filthy. Okay. Well, then so-and-so should really stop moping about all the time. It's it's kind of gets old, gets old after a while. You know, that, that sympathy train, it's like, okay, goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. And I, you know, we, we, this isn't really just about Joan Rivers. I mean, we lost Phyllis Diller. I mean, Phyllis Diller. I'm sorry. I'm so tired. <laughs> Cloris Leachman. I love Cloris Leachman. You know, my, my, I have a really fond memory of seeing her. She did everything. Her and Cicely Tyson. I think we, we take them for granted as they, as they climb up that ladder of 90. You know, and I remember one, uh, one night I was watching TV. Now and then was on the coming of age story about chicks and Cloris Leachman is the grandma. And she's playing it to the Cloris Leachman toe. Okay. She's like, or what did what'd she say? It was, it was really funny. You know, the, her daughter, I guess, is getting a divorce. That's not always funny. And she says, you have to go to him. Open the damn door. And, and she, I mean, she's literally just, she's going apeshit. And she, you know, she could do it in that Phyllis Diller way or Phyllis Diller, Cloris Leachman way. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's, it's been a long day. And, you know, Cloris Leachman and Joan Rivers and Betty White, they all knew each other. Yeah. Mm. I mean, Frau Blucher, you know, come on, come on. Joan Rivers was in Spaceballs, but I remember her fondly as the, the, the makeup girl with Miss Piggy in the Muppets Take Manhattan. <laughs> oh, my God. Leave it to Joan Rivers. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. And then, you know, we lost Cicely Tyson. We lost Hank Aaron. Icons. Larry King. What a crazy week. And, you know, people could say other things. Oh, it's this, it's that. Let's just remember them fondly. It's been a crazy week. I'm right on top of that rose. Don't tell mom. Cloris Leachman is dead. Yeah, the babysitter is dead, but, you know. Oh, my God. I loved Cloris Leachman. Like I said, you know, a lot of you took her for granted. It's like, oh, she'll be in that movie next year. She was, I mean, she was in everything. She was in Music of the Heart with Meryl Streep. That was on one night. I was like, oh, shit. Because Cloris Leachman, you're in everything. 
She didn't stop. And that's why I loved her. You know, she didn't stop. She didn't have to stop. You know what I mean? Academy Award winner. She should have won also for one of her comedies. You know, not just a dramatic part. You know, she won the Oscar for The Last Picture. The Last Picture Show is really a brutal, brutal film about the death of a town. The death of the death of a, a generation in a way. You know. Um, okay, I don't believe that shit. What is this? But, um, yeah, comedy icons, you know what I mean? It, it, you can't say that about a lot of people today that they are comedy icons, but Joan Rivers, Cloris Leachman, even Betty White. Oh my God, Betty White. You know, there's something so magical about what they all did. You know, we, we, we have to exhale. We have to, it's, it's been a week. It's been a week. I mean, we got through an inauguration. Thank God. Some, you know, I, I I didn't say this at the time, but I wanted to, I was really stunned that JLo actually sang because usually she dances, but you know, you know, and that's not any haterade, you know, I'm just not a JLo fan. I, I mean, I heard Waiting for Tonight and, you know, we put it on loop. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, okay. You know, she's not known for her singing, if you could call that singing, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> but hey, hey, you know, she brought some flavor to the to the inauguration, you know. And Oh, this is funny. This is so funny. This is... Cloris Leachman and Bob Newhart. <laughs> oh my god. Sounds like she's having a reverse orgasm. Lois, I'm going to leave you. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> oh. I have to really... Oh my Remember, that's that case. Can be treacherous. Follow me, please. Yeah. <laughs> I am Frau Blucher. Basically, glue. And horses hate that, you know. Oh my God. It, I, you know, people often debate is there an afterlife? There is. And I can say that with great confidence. Um, because, And I wouldn't say it's up there. And it's not down there. If it's down there, then call Sharon Stone. I can't believe they're filming me down there. I like Sharon Stone. Funny, smart lady. 
claimed she was part of Menza, but she wasn't. Or someone said that. But when you tell people, oh, the director wanted my panties and he filmed her down there. Well, then you shouldn't have given them to him. But that's, you know, that's, hey, it's basic instinct. It's a classic. People rewound that. Now with digital, you just, boom, stream it. Yeah. Yeah. Life life really hands you lemons, you know what I mean? Or life can do this. I'm Rose Lindsay, Senior Vice President of Operations. Hi. And when Beatrice from Personnel calls, she's a really pushy broad. Just tell her I hired you and find out about your medical benefits and pension plan. Oh, one more thing, and this is so important. Whenever we're not alone or I'm on the phone and I ask you something, doesn't matter what it is. You always say, I'm right on top of that, Rose. Okay. Okay. Welcome aboard, sweetie. Get that Rolodex ready, honey. You're right on top of that, Rose. Yeah. It's been a crazy week. It has. But we have recovered. And look, Mariah Carey is already making another movie. I borrowed that from Bruce Valanche, who wrote that for Whoopi Goldberg for the Oscars. That was funny. That was funny. Funny moments. Comedians. Whoopi said that after 9-11. She's like, we will recover for America. America has suffered a national tragedy. And we have reco- We will recover. Mariah Carey has already made another movie. <laughs> yeah, glitter. Or as I like to call it, gutter. Um... My God. But you know, when you have train wrecks like that, and I'm not talking about the movie train wreck, it's all good. So, Cloris Leachman, you gave us so much. You gave us Nurse Diesel. You gave us Frau Blucher, you know. Um, what an icon. Oh, my God. What, you know, Phyllis on Mary Tyler Moore. <sighs> the Last Picture Show. Mm. I am Frau Blucher. May I present Frau Blucher? (laughs) After you, Frau Blucher. (laughs) Blucher! (laughs) Good night, Frau Blucher. Isn't that hilarious? (coughs) Oh my god. Yes, I know. The genius of Mel Brooks, who's still alive. Oh, God. Frau Blucher! <laughs> Stop! Don't come closer! What are you doing? I'm going to set him free! No! No, you mustn't! Yes! Are you 
you insane? They'll kill you. No, he won't. Not this one. He is as gentle as a lamb. <laughs> It's not rotten. It's a good boy. It's rotten, I tell you. Rotten. Big snail on the open ray. I'm not afraid. I know what he likes. That music. Your blood. It's in the blood of all Frankensteins. It erases the soul when words are useless. Your grandfather used to play it to the creature he was making. Then it was you all the time. Yes. You played that music in the middle of the night. Yes. To get us into the laboratory. Yes. <laughs> that was your cigar smoldering in the ashtray. Yes. And it was you who left my grandfather's book out for me to find. Yes. So that I would... Yes! Then you and Victor were... Yes! Yes! Say it! He was my boyfriend! <laughs> 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 and there you have it. Horace Leachman Netter. Oh, this is a good one. Would a doctor care for a brandy before retiring? No. Thank you. Some warm milk? Perhaps? No. Thank you very much. No thanks. <laughs> you want that? Ovaltine. <laughs> Nothing. Thank you. I'm a little tired. Frau Blucher. Oh. Comedy week. Good night, Frau Blucher. <laughs>